This is the Overtime at the Bench podcast, exclusively for our patrons. Okay, I'm recording. All right, we're going to do this. You ready? Yeah, go for it, man. You're the intro guy. All right, first things first, whatever you're playing with, put it down. Oh, sorry, I was picking, I was I was lost. I was picking out paint out of my palettes. That's all right. I just, I could hear it over here, and I knew it would pick it up on your microphone then. Sorry, so, in fact. Okay. And with that, my dad's going to be picking out some paint. Welcome to the first episode of the Overtime at the Bench podcast. Uh, this Yay. is episode one. This is a whole new thing we're doing. We're doing two episodes a week now. Because uh, we love you people. Yeah, and we really love our patrons. So, um, first of all, we wanted to thank you guys for being patrons. Uh, we, there's only a few of you, but uh, it, it means a lot to us that you even decided to be a patron to our show. That you mm-hmm. uh, trusted us to produce good content and you like what we did. That means It's a huge honor to us. So, with that, I'm going to give a brief explanation of what the Overtime at the Bench show will be about and um, kind of a quick rundown of the idea behind this part of our podcasting. Basically, it's for patrons only. You will not be able to listen to this unless you become a patron. So if you are a patron, you're going to be able to hear this with your own ears now. Uh, All five of you. It's great. But (laughs) it'll grow. And and with that, we want to try to create a community of, of other patrons in the hobby, maybe to get them together a little bit. And also on our site now, it is hooked up with Patreon. So if you are if you have an account with Patreon, which you obviously do because you're a patron of the show, you'll also be able to see some exclusive posts from time to time as well. Um, and you'll, you'll be able to listen to this podcast through um, our Patreon page if you log into Patreon. You can listen to it through our website if you log into our website with your Patreon information. There's a link in the website to do so and also on your patreon login there's a link that you can copy and paste into your podcasting app that has a feed which will put the uh the like the 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 episode of the week for the patron episode into your podcasting app so that's a little bit more technical so if you're willing to do that you can head on over to your patreon login and find that link and listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. But if you don't want to do that, you can listen to it on the site. You can listen to it on Patreon. Um, but that's the plan. So we're going to do a special podcast just for you guys. And we, we again, thank you for everything that you're, you're willing to support us with. Um, so yes, thank you. Uh, basically, what we're going to do with this show is it's going to be a little bit more unorthodox than our other show is already. And... Uh, it's going to just be a little more wild. We're going to have a little bit more freedom to do what we want because uh, we don't have to worry as much about the, you know, not the language, not that we're going to be like swearing every other word, but we can just be a little bit more relaxed but about we're it. But we're going to say some shit now. <laughs> we're going to say some shit. But <laughs> it could be a little bit more laxed because it's a different kind of environment. Uh, we want to create a kind of a, uh, you know, a more, a even more fun uh, environment right. for you guys. And we're gonna probably have a couple more beers during this. Yeah, time. when when you're listening to this, we've already <laughs> recorded. We've already recorded the first episode, the free episode that everyone else gets to hear. And by that time, the beers or twos or threes that we've had from that 
are starting to set in, so you might get a little bit more colorful uh, more, commentary yeah. from us on the next yeah. one, on these ones. Right, right. Actually, we're not going to go out of our way to do that. But... No, okay. no, no, no. No, yeah. but it's funny. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but we're hey, not going to be careful either. No, no, we'll have a little bit more fun with this one. We'll right, let, let right. loose a little more. Um, so, let's get So that's going. that. Thank you again, and we're going to jump into some content. Basically, if we have an interview during the week, mm-hmm. um, we'll we'll revert back to our old format where it was just my dad and I bullshitting and talking about what we were doing on the on our workbenches. We'll throw in some new stuff. Um, and if there's a week where we don't have an interview, we'll do that for our free podcast listeners, and we'll throw in some extras for you guys here on that the overtime. Like that. Correct. Oh, on the overtime, yeah, we'll throw in some goodies for you uh, on the overtime Right. At the bench at podcast later on for the patrons. So yeah, if we don't have a guest and we're just doing our normal show that week on the this extra one, we'll throw in some extra cool stuff for you guys. Yeah, we'll you hook know. you guys up. With it some won't fun. be the same routine. Yeah, right, right. But tonight will be because we don't we have we've had guests on and you can count on being and we haven't done that we haven't done this kind of podcast. I'm in a gonna while. give you all only the patrons a special preview and nobody else will know. Who our guests are going to be? Oh, hey, that's another now idea. That yeah, is a so special deal. so the week before, that's a great idea, Dad. I didn't even think about that. So the week before, uh, our next podcast, we'll hook everyone up with the guest of the week for the next week for Correct. the free one. Yep. Um, that's a great idea. So, so next week's guest, nobody knows about but us, and now you, will be Jeff Grove of Carolina Craftsman Kits. That'll be recorded up next week. So that's where we stand on that. That, And then the following week, you'll have to wait. But we are book solid with guests until probably mid-August. And definitely is a star-studded show. We have some, some big names, names Some names up. we haven't heard on podcasts. And so, uh, a lot, all of our guests are excited. I yes. know uh, a few of them, it's their first time on podcasts. And... Yep. We're trying to make it pretty easy on them, so it's just like a phone call with us. So, some um, of them are legends too. So we got some legends. Yeah, we have, and we're cool. and we're working on some. Uh, my goal is to get our. My personal goal is to get the biggest of the big one on, and that's and that would be George Celios. But that would be. We might have to just quit the show. I mean, what else can you do after <laughs> that? No, no, I'm kidding. But yeah, we'll see what we'll see what to do. I was talking. That's a good idea. So today. next week we'll have Jeff Grove, and then you'll have to wait for next week's. Uh, well, over you'll have to wait for next week's overtime episode to, uh, you know, find out who the next week's is. Uh, right. But that's a good idea. I like that, Dad. Thanks. Yep. yep. Uh, so what are you working on right now? What's going on? I know we haven't really talked about what we have on our benches in a couple weeks, and uh, we'll yeah. fill everyone in on it. Well, right now, believe it or not. I've been talking about this for the last three weeks or so. Is Goober's Garage? I by Casey's Workshop. I finished it. Um, the structure's done. All the fine detail stuff with the you know the the, uh, the 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 small detail things like barrels and crates and all the goodies that come with it. Coke machine and a and um, uh, a ga- the gas pump. And I added something to the gas pump. I put my own little rubber hose on it. I, I made out of a your own um, little rubber hose. Well, you know, like the, the gas pump. <laughs> Never mind. What the, what, what the hell they call that thing? Anyway, it's a it's a it's a, it's a hose, isn't it? It's a yeah, gas Never pump mind. Hose. The joke went over your head. Okay, okay. Oh, I say little hose. Ha-ha. My own little rubber hose. My little rubber hose. So I, <laughs> I made it out of a finer gauge 
you know, covered plastic wire and uh, it cut it down to size in black and then painted it up and uh, give it like a, a more of a doll coat. But, um, and then attached it to the pump uh, and cut the length I need and bent it and shaped it and attached it to the pump. So it looks like a gas pump. Uh, I like that. And it turned out good. But, but uh, what I'm doing is I finished the model. It's all ready. And I have now I'm doing like a one foot by a 12 inch by 12 inch module um like a you know like a display um diorama piece out of a piece of um one inch uh extruded insulation foam and i painted it up and right now i just got done doing a really nice road uh that cuts diagonally across it and i just got done weathering up that road and the building's now in place and I'm going to do some scenery now, uh, tomorrow, I believe, with some uh, grass and dirt and, uh, you know, the, your landscaping. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, a couple trees I have already to rock. And then put the small, just put the small details in place. So, um, right. around the outside of the building. But I don't want them to stick to the, to the, to the diorama for too long. And don't want to put them anything down overly permanent, including the station so what i'm going to do is i'm going to um uh uh on those particular parts the small parts i'm going to put a little hobby tack on the bottom of it just a little bit that was a bottle cap sorry about that guys um the uh hobby tack is uh made by woodland scenics you guys i know the patrons that we have right now the five and all five of them all five of you know all about hobby tack and just about <laughs> everything else we're going to do in fact you, you might be able to teach us okay so it's hobby tack um the uh woodland scenics version of hobby tack and uh i just put a little dab on and then just stick them where i want to so i can pick them back up again without ruining them and use them on our layout uh i'm just doing this for photographic um purposes the small little one by one so uh we can do uh, oh, sorry, 12 inch by 12 inch. So we can uh, take some photos for Kenny, and uh, I promised that I would do that. And I'm also doing a little review write up on this too. So, right. um, because uh, he did, hey, he, the... he did send us out with the gracious of his heart, uh, right. graciousness of his heart. I'm slurring now. So that, that's what control. I got going I can... on. My workbench out... is a you... shithole. Mine is immaculate for the oh, first time ever. Oh, I'm man, like, I got stuff all over the place. I got like foam scraps that I. Mine's like Dave's. And... Mine's like Dave's. Uh, oh, he put a, he put a picture on our page uh, about his work bench when he came out for vacation. Up. What's that? Look, that? Yeah, that photo uh, on our website that Dave put up uh, lo actually looks. Um, that looks almost identical to what mine does when it's in good shape. Well, mine yeah, mine is actually clean right now. Took a picture of my workbench. Mine's and, uh, mine's actually clean for the first time in like ever. Yeah. Uh, I finished. I, it was a it was a shithole whenever I was work, <laughs> when I was working on the Tucker factory. It just yeah. became a mess because yeah. there was a whole bunch of parts. I had parts everywhere, and uh, I finished the Tucker factory, mm -hmm. and I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna. It was. It wasn't a lot of big stuff. Like it would take forever to clean. It was just. Right. It was just things that I just placed in, and I never. I didn't move them. It just got cluttery. Right. I just wiped it all clean, and now I have like a brand new. Well, it's not brand new. It's dirty and crusty. But I got a. I got an open workspace on my workbench for the first time ever. <laughs> um, so what's next? 
until my next kit. Well, what's what's you gonna do on your workbench now? So, with that, I'm gonna actually start something that Dave. Again, we're giving you some shout outs, Dave. Uh, that. Sorry, uh, Dave, I was, I, you hear that scratching? That's me picking paint out of my. I you, love that. I that love happened at that. the beginning of the show, and I'm sorry, I, I gotta put it down. They're like we're gonna addictive. pause this recording, and I'm gonna drive over there and smack that right out of your hands. <laughs> but anyways, so Dave actually a couple weeks ago had said uh, he was listening to, to some past episodes and catching up. Yeah. And he gave me the idea of doing uh, Evelyn's Sweet Shop, which was, uh, I did Audrey's Flower Shop for my first mm. daughter, your granddaughter, and mm. uh, I wanted to do a second building for my other daughter. And he came up with um, a sweet shop. So I kind of took that idea and expanded upon it. So I'm going to make a scratch build now. And I'm going to call it uh, Evelyn's Sweet Shop and Factory. So it'll be a storefront, in the, a smaller building in the front with uh, a little candy store. And like a and confectionery it, in the back. In the, what's that? And a confectionery in the back. Yeah, a confectionery in the back. It'll be a, probably a, a story or two taller than the, than the storefront. Um, yeah. And it'll have, it won't have much features. And I want to build this one where it's mainly just the storefront. Mm-hmm. And less features on the sides and the back. That mm-hmm. way we can fit it into uh, a street scene where the sides don't matter as much. Yeah. Um, but it'll be a taller structure. And uh, back the cool. back will be a factory. The front will be a storefront. It'll be a little candy shop. So oh, nice. That's the, that's the first thing on my bench. And the second thing, if you listen to our podcast this week, which... We had a we had a little technical error and it'll, it'll be live if you haven't heard it yet very soon, um, probably as you're listening to this or afterwards. But anyways, uh, I ordered the what's it called here? I'm looking at it. I ordered a model from Seaport Model Works from Bruce, who we just had on the show. It is the 18 uh, foot fishing boat with a full haul, and it came with the uh, cradle. What's it called? Cradle. Yeah, the cradle. Right, for when uh, they launch them and build them. I work think on it them. has the cradle. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> I was looking for the cradle. I had a panic attack. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's the boat with a full haul and the cradle. And what I'm going to do is on our waterfront, I'm going to build a little dock and put the cradle up beside it, so it looks like the boat was pulled up out of the water to be worked on. Yeah. Um, and it's a that pretty good size. Badass. Yeah, it's a pretty. Eh, yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty cool. It is this, a scale. These kits are sweet, man. It's a scale to 18 feet so it's about a i'd say three inch i don't have a scale ruler in front of me but is it resin it's resin yeah okay you go when you get that wash it and do all that yeah yeah definitely wash it because it'll have that oh yeah no i I, i'm familiar okay i did some of that rusty rail stuff that's the same thing okay yeah the paint never sticks to it unless you wash it yeah but um then you rattle can spray that bitch i will yeah but uh yeah it's a it's a full as we talked with with um, Bruce, uh, a full haul, the entire assembly, it's all it's all resin. It's a, and they're awesome. You've done one before. I'm excited to do it because I haven't done. Um, yeah, his stuff's nice. I haven't done his resin boats. I've only done his barge kit, which is actually, as you heard on the show as well, mm-hmm. cut by Doug Fiscali. Yeah. So that's mostly wood. Uh, this will be my first resin boat and... Uh, it definitely will not be my last. I I have a couple I put in my cart that I didn't check out with yet, mm-hmm. um, but I'm gonna get more boats. <laughs> so I that's what's all. I was digging around in my box and I found two of those barges 
that I bought at the show from Doug. Uh, he has his own barges, and I are they the those. same ones I got? They're similar. I got. I I'm gonna build them. Um, we can't have enough barges, and um, yeah, yeah. I didn't even think about it until after the show, and I dug in there. I was like, oh my god, I still have them. They're like buried in that box of crap I bought back for the show. I got a ton of stuff for I'm the trying show. To think real quick. I haven't even looked at. So I'm trying next, to think how many scale. Me. How many scale? What's our scale of of um of waterfront? Holy cow! I don't know. I'm doing Six, it right now. You can foot. Yeah, you do the you do. The, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing the calculation. Just talk for a couple seconds. Sixteen well, next, times. I'm doing. Uh, Sixteen my, times twelve. My next thing that I'm doing uh, is I'm going to get on the scratch built again. I already did the the brick walls. That Kenny provided for me for the scratch belt is that Annapolis uh, um, building in Annapolis, Maryland. The uh, the oh damn the um, what's the name of that house? Damn it! Um, the, uh, the shiplap. Shiplap. Yes. Oh my gosh! It's my it's my desire to do this. Uh, this is my idea. Shiplap house, and uh, it's a historical house, and I want, I'm going to scratch build it. It's really cool looking. It's old. It's, it, date back, it dates back to the 1700s, and it's um, late 1700s, you know, during the revolution, basically. But it looks great on a waterfront, and it's, it's awesome. It should be an awesome little building. Not overly complicated. Um, not now that he's done the brick wall and did them precise. Um, it's, uh, that I really want to get to that and get that done and get it worked on. And then of course I have, uh, the other scratch built that goes on our pier. It's not quite completed. There's some add-ons I want to put to that. And then of course I, the, the next kit I have is from, uh, CCK, um, uh, a Carolina craftsman kit. It is the uh, Western Maryland, Williamsport, Maryland uh, passenger station that uh, I bought from uh, from him. So, and that's been sitting up here waiting to get done. We need a station for our layout, which we don't right. have yet. So, so those are my little things I got going on. As far as a new thing goes, I just bought from Kenny. Oh, that's not that much. Sorry, it's lot. only a quarter. We only have a we only have a quarter mile of shoreline. Quarter scale mile, right? Uh, true to the scale mile. Yeah. So, uh, but this is uh, I bought the Cameron Street Apartments building from Casey's Workshop. It's going to be big, and it's going to that's going to be a fun one for you to do. That's I, I'm really excited about doing it. I love those big type of buildings. So, um, and I go to town once I get on them. I get on a roll. They go quick for me. The bigger the building, the quicker it is. Uh, I don't know why. Um, but that's going to go across the street from um, the uh, Metzger building, the FOS Metzger building in right. the center of the town. There will be two nice, similar styles of structure building directly across the street from one another. Anyhow, so that's what's on my project list right now. Uh, so Very cool. Do you, have but, any, uh, do you have any detail parts you're working with? Detail parts, uh, a bunch. Uh, either the, either a detail part or a new tool or a new paint or a new whatever. Well, what I got was I bought these rubber molds. Um, what the hell company was that? 
They're awesome. And I haven't talked about them on the show yet, so it would be great to talk about them right now. And let me, um, they're rubber, uh, the rubber poured molds of walls. Uh, I have stone wall, concrete wall, um, a flat stone, which is called flagstone, I guess. Uh, it's all stacked. And, um, and they're nice. They're nice molds with a lot of detail to them. You can buy them on uh, bookmarks here. Home, uh, they turned out awesome. They do. They turned out awesome. And I just poured plaster. I bought a giant tub of the plaster. It's like eight pounds worth uh, in the DAP container. So I'm going to have enough for like uh, forever. And um, <laughs> we're going to have so many walls, it's unreal. But um, uh, I'm trying to... Uh, get to my what the hell um the company that makes them we, you could tell we we're really prepared for this today oh yeah um, the companies that make this is bookmarks and what the hell bookmarks and go to I have it at the bottom of my bookmarks here. Sterling Models. Sterlingmodels.com. They are reasonably priced. Each one of these is like anywhere from, you know, $11 to $13 a piece. I got them and I got the sidewalks. So as we're going to, and the sidewalks are really sweet. Um, very precise. And they look, they have the rounded quarter ones. You have several different uh, lengths of them. Uh, so you can use this single slabs or double slabs or with the curb or without the curb and it'll have six slabs long and then a, uh, the curved corners uh, for either end and, and it's all one really well done rubber uh, mold and they're they're very easy to, to work with easy to clean up when you pour after you pour they, they they're very easy to come out um, so I have these, uh, they're, they're technically a tool, but what I, the tool I want to talk about is pouring the, con pouring the um, plaster. And I wanted to get one of those uh, rubber bowls. Uh, right. It's a latex uh, rubber bowl, and it's a flexible bowl. And it's used in dentist office and such. Um, I didn't order it from Micromark. I'm not knocking Micromark. Okay, but I because I've ordered some stuff recently from them, but um, I ordered this from eBay, and it's exactly the same thing. It's a dental mold. It cost me about half the price. <laughs> it's what the dentists use to pour their molds uh, to pour plaster when they're you know fixing teeth and stuff like that, and um, these are doing their plaster molds. You know, they they take them they take molds to the inside of your mouth. Same kind of thing, um, and it's flexible and easy to pour from. It's exactly the same size as the ones they have on Michael Mark. It cost me half the price, and um, yeah, it's and I loved using it. It made it so easy to pour from. Um, so that's my tool. Uh, I think I think it cost me like eight dollars or seven dollars. Oh wow, seven dollars instead of eighteen. You know, so it, it was a big difference in in the price and uh, right. So less than well, half the price. I don't have a tool this week, mm -hmm. um, but my birthday was at the end of May, and uh, 
I got a gift card from you and mom mm-hmm. for, um, oh man. That was from Scale Models, uh, Scale, yes. Scale, oh my God, what the, I can't believe we're, we're forgetting awful that name. tonight. I only had one beer too. I didn't um, even, yeah, I didn't even, have, I had a Mountain Dew. It is, oh my gosh, we're terrible. No, anyways, here, man. anyways, no, don't worry about it. <laughs> We're moving on. Um, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. All right. Well, anyways, so you got me a gift card for a website that will net for for now remain unmentioned. Skill hobbyists. Yeah. There you go. Dot com. Yeah. But anyways, got a gift card. Uh, so I picked up four bottles of AK Interactive weathering enamels, mm-hmm. and I've been messing around with them. I got Streaking Grime, Enamel Wash for Wood, Slimy Dark Grime, and Rust Streaks. How you um, like them? If you saw me, I've used all. Th- well, I've used three of the four. I haven't used the Streaky Dark Grime yet. I mean, I'm sorry, Slimy Dark Grime. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's green and the. I was working on the Tucker factory and I didn't really see a, any use for it. But I used Streaking Grime, the Wash for Wood, and the Rust Streaks on right. the Tucker factory and I love them. Now, right. I will say that I still like my cheap, uncon- you know, a little bit unconventional methods of rusting things better for now because I don't think I'm very, I don't think I'm confident in the AK stuff yet for only using it one time. Right. Uh, I think you, it's something you get better with as you use it more and more. Right. But I yeah, do, the, I do, ahead. I do like it, and uh, I have to play around with it a little bit more to become a little more confident in it. And um, more patient. What? And more patient with it. I was patient with it. What the hell? <laughs> I put a tiny bit on, and then I let it sit and dry. You had to let it dry for like like a couple hours. I did it overnight. Oh, okay, okay. I did a tiny little set. What the hell, patient? What the hell? <laughs> I did a tiny little section, and I and I let it sit overnight, and I came back to see what it looked like. I have not used the rust streaks. I told Get you out of here with I, that. I told you before. Get out of here with that streaks. bullshit. <laughs> I haven't used the rust streaks, but I used the crusted rust deposits. Well, and uh, so they, the, ru- the rust streaks are fun, mm-hmm. um, but before you let them dry, the one thing that you told me to do didn't work by the okay. way. What's so that? you told me to put a little bit on and then let it set for like five or 10 minutes. Yeah. And then use my, um, mineral spirits to, to drag it down. Yeah. And once it, once it's set for like 10 minutes, it was, it, you couldn't work with it this as good as well. Okay. Um, so what I did was I would just put a little dot on mm-hmm. and then use my tiny, thin, thin, little tiny, thin brush, like a, almost like a pinstriping brush. Okay. And drag just a, little bit of mineral spirits down to create that line of rust and it turned out awesome yeah um but my favorite thing was actually and i don't know if it was meant to be this way but the streaking grime if you look at how i used it on the tucker factory i i I kind of discovered a way to make it look really cool by accident um let me get it real quick i'm gonna reach over and grab it so on the tucker factory in the center piece oh my god there's stuff falling off of it already anyways um 
in the center metal roofing section, there's a couple areas where it looks like it's like damp dirt on the roof. Yeah. I actually put it on pretty thick and then used just a little bit of mineral spirits to drag it down. Mm-hmm. But, but at the same time, keeping it thick, um, keeping the medium thick. Right. The enamel thing, and it and it looked like a almost like a wet section where there was moisture trapped in the in the in the decay of the metal roof. Oh, cool! Um, and it looked it looked awesome, and it wasn't intentional, but I just yeah. kept it thicker and heavier there. And when it dried, it looked like a wet spot. Oh, nice! So I was I was pumped that it turned out like that. Oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll probably never. I'll have to zoom in and check on your picture. I'll probably never be able to replicate it ever again. Yeah. But you know, still. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but it's cool. That, so that's my detail part of the leak. It's kind of oh, a detailed cool. paint, but um, I'm, I'm learning with them and I'm getting used to it. My right. next my next thing with the uh, boat that I'm working on that I got from Seaport, mm-hmm. I'm actually going to attempt to use the slimy dark grime to make it oh, look yeah. like the to make it look like the boat was at wherever the wherever I deem the waterline was for the boat. Right. Um, I'm going to put a little bit of that grime on it to make it look like it was wet. And then sitting in the water for a long time. And got algae. And then got pulled out and got algae on it and dried up. Oh, nice. But not a lot, but just, a, you know, just a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um, make it I have like that. A... It works real well. I have the, the dark and the, and the light. And it works. Right. They're I awesome. figured, and I didn't get the light because I figured I could water it down. You can light it out. You yeah, can. I, yeah. Yeah. So. It's a little lighter green or, or a paler green. But I'll, it's, I'll manage. It's, you, you can manage it. Yeah. But cool. So that's what I got. That's that's uh that's my stuff for the week. That's cool. Awesome. Nice. So. Oh. The Capitals just had their first pick in the draft. Who? With the 31st pick in the 2018 NHL draft, the Washington Capitals selected defenseman. A defenseman. Woo! Alexander Alexiev. I don't even know who he is. He's from St. Petersburg, Russia. Well, so. I figured that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, sorry for the hockey stuff, but that's our that's our second lo- that's our second love. But um, cool. Well, anyways, guys, thanks again. Um, this is a treat for you guys as patrons. We're gonna be doing one podcast a week extra just for your patron, just for being patrons. So and we know this, hear- and we know this first one was weak. We're you know, but we're. Uh, uh, I don't think it was. I think we we're getting back to our roots with kind of. Yeah, a, I guess you're right. What we used to do with our podcast, I th- and yeah. I think that's what attracted a lot of people to uh, to the show. Yeah, because we're just ourselves. Right. You know. So. But, um, anyways, so we will have more content for you guys next week on our patron podcast. Called well, I gotta stop calling it the patron podcast. Yeah. It is the overtime at the bench podcast? Oh shit! Mine's not recording. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm just teasing. Don't do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, no, it's all good, man. You've been waiting all damn episodes to do that, probably. <laughs> you know how many times you've done it to me? Go twice. Ahead. Twice. I've done it twice. Yes. Give me a break. All right. Damn it. Yeah, and they were at their hour-long podcast. All right, real so. quick. Just for just to wrap this up, my yeah. dad just pulled an awful joke on me because when we were first when we were first starting out the podcast, I had some issues with my Windows PC, which is a piece of shit, and uh, it kept it kept uh, crashing on me halfway through the podcast, and I would realize that I didn't record any of it. 
So we had to do like four hours worth of recording and editing those nights. But uh, I only did it twice, and it has been a very long time since that happened. So yes. Anyways, um, back to what I was saying. Next week on this exclusive Overtime at the Bench podcast, we'll have a lot more, uh, you know, better exclusive content. We'll have a better plan for it. We'll... uh, yeah. We will we will admit that the first one here was more of an introduction to what we were working with. Yeah, but and, I had fun. Uh, I had fun with it. Yeah, we're going to get back to kind of our zany old selves. Yeah. Um just for you guys. It's tougher to do that when you have when you're interviewing somebody and Right. You never know how it's going to go. We have just as much fun doing that. We have a lot of fun. And you uh, know what? We might also do uh we might oh, also bring a, up on that too. We might also bring a few guests onto the uh overtime at the bench podcast as well. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. You never know what we're going to bring on to this one. It's kind of a, a new thing for us. It's episode one. Can't mm-hmm. believe we're starting over at one for another series. But mm-hmm. uh, it seems like 25 has taken us so long. But thank you guys for being a, with us here from the beginning. And uh, we really appreciate it. So with that, I think we're going to sign off for the night. All right. Adios. Thank you all for being Patreon. Patreon. All right. You got to get that right. Patreon from Patreon. Patrons, Patrons from Patreon. Patrons from Patreons. Patrons. Say it with me. Patrons. Patrons. Uh, bro- Patrons. 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 From Patreon. Patrons. P- from Patreon. Something like that. All right, guys. Have a good night. Peace out.